Broadcasting live from atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West. West. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show. Show. All right. Happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman live on your radio. Hard-hitting news the networks refuse to use. No doubt starts now. This is the broadcast for January the 17th of the year of our Lord, 2024. This is our one of two, and the goal always to protect life, liberty, and property, to promote God, family, and country, and to do so on your radio and the traditions of our founding fathers. Yes, indeed, we use the blueprint for liberty, the supreme law of the land, the Constitution of the United States of America as our guide. And as you know, we reject revolution, unless it's a Jesus revolution, then we're in. Actually, we stand for the peaceful restoration of the greatest country on the face of the earth. Welcome to Liberty Roundtable Live. I am Sam Bushman. Pardon my voice if it sounds slightly different. I uh, got out of surgery um, literally a week ago yesterday. So it's a little crazy, but good things are happening every day. Uh, and we're back. And we thought we might lose our voice over the surgery. That did not happen. Thank heavens to just incredible people with incredible talent. Uh, and best of all, even though we sound a little strange, it's getting better every single day. So you got to dig that, too. And uh, let's see what else is going on. Man, there's just so much happening. Uh, the Iowa caucuses took place in man. That was a route of strange proportions. We really hoped Vivek Ramaswamy would do very well. I don't think he did as well as he had hoped. He was hoping for a big upset surprise. He really did his best to control the ground game there, and he thought it might be different than the mainstream press is reporting. Um, You know, for whatever reason, it didn't pan out for him. Uh, As you know, uh, the deal is Donald won with a 51% takeaway. The next contender far behind, Ron DeSantis, 21%. Nikki Haley came in third at 19%. Then it dropped off big time. Vivek was about 7%, and nobody else matters really after that because that's one, two, three, fourth place right there. Uh, But the interesting thing about this is, and I don't really understand this, but the morning after Donald Trump literally got 51%, I'm talking a virtual landslide here when you think about it, because if you take Vivek's, you know, most of Vivek's people are going to go for Donald. So he got 51%, but if Vivek endorsed, which he just did, Donald Trump, now you got that 7%. Let's just say you even get 3% of it. Just say less than half of it. You're literally at 54% for Donald. I mean, it is a landslide of epic proportions. But what I find fascinating about this, whether you like or dislike Nikki Haley, you know, to some degree, she's supposed to be intelligent, right? Well, the morning after Donald Trump won virtual landslide reality, he cruised to victory over his rivals, Nikki first off said she will not participate in any debates anymore that do not include Donald Trump or Joe Biden. Now, why she would be debating Joe Biden when she's third in line, I don't really know, but that's kind of ignorant to even discuss that. Why would she be in a debate with Joe Biden in any shape, form, fashion, whatever? But secondarily, her next statement even is more shocking. On Tuesday, she said Trump needs to stop hiding after he has skipped all first five of the GOP debates so far. So now she's saying Donald's hiding from her. She's like third place. (laughs) And no offense, it's a distant third place. She's a couple of points behind DeSantis, who's so far behind Donald, it's not even funny. Then it gets worse (laughs) because she made another stupid statement. She says this. Nikki Haley says the results of the Iowa caucuses made the GOP primary election a two-person race. Note, Haley placed 
third. So how do you then say Trump's hiding from me? Uh, Trump needs to show up the debates. He's like afraid. Trump this, Trump that. And it's now a two-person race. Even if that's true, that leaves her out of the mix, doesn't it? I don't mean to be offensive here. James Edwards, welcome to Liberty Roundtable Live. And my question to you is, how intelligent of statements are those? It's a two-person race. You came in third. You're claiming that he won't go to the debates and you're not going to debate. Well, he doesn't care if you debate or not. He's not going anyway. So you can say, I'm not going to debate either. And he's like, okay, fine. You won't debate and I won't debate. So now we don't have a debate. We never did anyway. What are you talking about? The whole thing is just nonsensical. She's absolutely in desperation, lashing out because she's melting down and everybody sees it. What do you say, to, uh, James? Well, first I say hello and uh, praise be to God for your successful procedure there recently, Sam. And uh, already back in the saddle, you're an inspiration to the rest of us. But as yeah, far Rolling as Stone in the Southern I mean, Party Life Center and all those people are pretty disappointed in that there. Can't James. keep a good man down. Can't keep a good man down. Long but as the Nikki Lord wills Haley, it, we continue to roll, buddy. Well, that's right. That's what Stonewall Jackson said, that God had fixed the time for him to die. That's why he can be as comfortable in battle as he is uh, when he's sleeping. Some Something men can take from that. But... Yeah, I mean, it's a desperate attempt to flex what Nikki Haley's doing here, but she doesn't have much to flex. <laughs> a third-place finish uh, in Iowa, and Trump getting more than 50% of the vote, 50% over the field, you know, the entirety of the, the rest of the cast of characters. So she's going nowhere ca fast. There continues to be this distant murmur, that they're going to install her as a VP. Donald Trump Jr. saying there's no way he would allow his father to do that. I Who knows? I mean, who knows what will really happen there? That would probably be the only person that I can imagine that he could put on the ticket that would uh, keep me from voting. Uh, we'll see what happens there. But that's really her only play, to say that she's not going to debate. I mean, again, yeah, that'd be like whatever. me saying I'm not going to debate unless Trump's there. I mean, we, you know, <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> you know what else is comical? Rand Paul uh, made a big to-do about he was going to announce who he was going to support for president. He basically gets up there and says, I know this. Um, I don't know who I'm going to support yet, but what I do know is uh, if it's Nikki, then I'm out. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. I saw that. Well, I mean, there's only two people in the race. There's really only been two people in this race since uh, last year when Alvin Bragg brought in his indictments and Trump, be you know, became this martyr-like figure, which in, you know, in a lot of ways he is. And people, I think a lot of people see Trump as their instrument of retribution and they see all of the horrible, you know, they are the, the left is defending democracy by taking away the people's choice at the you know, attempting to take away the people's choice. Well, and obviously defending democracy the candidate because the people we don't want. have one. Well, that's yeah, that's you're right. Obviously, you know uh, that's another conversation. But what they say is our democracy. You know, the people being able to vote. They're trying to take that away anyway. But yeah, I mean, Trump just totally started uh, forming in an avalanche uh, type of capacity last year, and it's just steamrolling right through. I mean, he. I, I said on my show last week he's going to march through Iowa like Godzilla. And he well, did, he sure and did. it's only going to get easier uh, going forward. Now, New Hampshire is a little bit different because Democrats can vote 
for Republicans there, and they're all going to come in. I read one report that half the votes that Nikki got in Iowa were Democrats. I don't know yeah, if that's because true. because they literally, they they literally went vote. back to their own printers and printed out change party forms and stuff like that and allowed people to submit those at the night of the election and everything else. That's usually never allowed. They bent the rules for that, and so she won one uh, county by a vote, I guess, or something like that. But for the most part, it was a landslide against her, against everybody else in the field. I think New Hampshire will be slightly different. I don't know that the margins will be as great for Trump. But again, remember, Trump be. gains whatever percentage that, that Vivek had, whether that's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, whatever percent that is, that goes for the most part probably to Donald. So even though it may be a harder state to slog through, uh, the support of Vivek clearly will make well, a big difference. There's no question. You, you understand. Exactly, because Haley had been campaigning primarily in New Hampshire, whereas DeSantis had put his eggs in Iowa's basket and he eked out a second place, a distant second place victory, but second place nonetheless. Haley had put all of her eggs in the New Hampshire basket because it's a little more liberal and the Democrats could come and vote in a lot more easily, and that's what they're going to do. But with Vivek falling out and endorsing Trump, his five to 10% of the vote's going to go almost entirely to Trump. And I think that'll be enough for Trump to win New Hampshire. And that's, that's significant for a couple of reasons. I don't know. I would have to go back. I really didn't follow the Mitt Romney and John McCain elections, but I, I, I'm going to go out on a limb and say it didn't happen there. I, I, it may be entirely unprecedented going back to, to Reagan or beyond where a Republican has won both Iowa and New Hampshire. And if Trump does that, He's going to win all 50 states, no doubt about it, be, uh, in the primaries, because if you go back to Trump's original uh, campaign, Ted Cruz won Iowa. Now, I'm not talking about when he was the incumbent. Obviously, the incumbents carry. But when you're talking about re the Republicans being the challengers to the Democratic incumbent, I can't think of any Republican who's won both Iowa and New Hampshire. Um, you had, uh, going back to the 80s, Pat Robertson won Iowa. You had... Uh, um, you know, Pat Buchanan won New Hampshire. You had, well, they, uh, I, Iowa always picks an outlier, usually. Well, so the for bottom Trump to win line both is Iowa people, and New Hampshire. Hold that thought. The bottom line is, ladies and gentlemen, people are losing their minds with the Donald Trump's landslide victory. We'll talk about that and let James finish in seconds on Liberty Roundtable Live. Have you ever heard of Loving Liberty Ladies? Well, the Loving Liberty Ladies are here to help you learn our American heritage and the way it affects today's society. The Loving Liberty Ladies also have a discussion guide called Proclaim Liberty. And with this guide, you can start your own group in your hometown. Get yours today on our website at lovingliberty.net. Look for our lesson supplements, too. They're free. To hear all the special offers and to join the fight for freedom and liberty, please go to lovingliberty.net. The spirit of the American West is alive and well in Range Magazine, the award-winning quarterly devoted to the issues of the American West. Each issue contains informative articles, breathtaking imagery, as well as the culture of cowboy spirit today and gift ideas like this year's Buckaroo calendar. Order online from rangemagazine.com. Loving Liberty Network salutes the spirit of the American West at rangemagazine.com. 
Matthew 24, 24 teaches us that the church is deceived today. Deceived Christians call themselves Judeo-Christians. Around 1900, Jews commissioned the Schofield Reference Bible, which transformed the Jews from Christian killers to the chosen people. Here's the truth. America is in the Bible. Revelation 21. Our form of government came down from heaven. Verse 3. The many Christian ministers at the Constitutional Convention sought God's will. The God-given rights in the Constitution were ordained by God. America is the new promised land for Christian Israel, and Christians are the true chosen people. True Israel is Christian. Listen to Jesus, quote, my sheep follow me, unquote, and, quote, you do not believe because you are not my sheep, unquote. John 10, 25 through 27. The beast has transformed America into the woman mystery Babylon, Revelation chapter 17. For the complete Bible study, write to Christian Knuckles, P.O. Box 210813, Royal Palm Beach, Florida, 33421. Welcome back, everybody, to Liberty Roundtable. James Edwards here along with uh, the one and only, the host with the most, Sam Bushman, recovering from a procedure. God's will be done. He's back in the fight already, and uh, he's one we can't spare, so not a moment too soon. But already, here we go. Uh, a few days into the new year, 2024, bombs are already dropping in Yemen, and the presidential campaign is in full tilt now. They're already voting in the caucuses, the New Hampshire primary coming up next week. Iowa has already weighed in. And this was the point I was stabbing at before the break, is that for Trump to win, if indeed he does go on to win New Hampshire, and I think with Vivek Ramaswamy's withdrawal, he will, you know, more narrowly than Iowa, but he will, uh, I was saying it's really nearly unprecedented for a Republican challenger to win both <clears throat> Iowa and New Hampshire. And I think if Trump does that, it really just goes to show the mood of the GOP electorate and their thirst for a righteous retribution. And you go back, not talking about when there is a sitting Republican incumbent, obviously Donald Trump won New Hampshire and Iowa in 2020 when he was the sitting president, but... Uh, Trump wins it in 2024. 2016, Ted Cruz won it. Trump was the eventual nominee. 2012, Rick Santorum won it. Mitt Romney was the eventual nominee. 2008, Mike Huckabee won it. Mitt, uh, uh, John McCain was the eventual nominee. Uh, you go back to 2000, uh, George Bush did win it, but then he lost New Hampshire. You go back uh, even further, Bob Dole won it in 96, but then he lost New Hampshire to Pat Buchanan. So you got to go back a long, long time to find one, uh, and I don't know if you can. In, in 1988, Bob Dole won it. He wasn't the nominee that year. 1980, uh, George H.W. Bush won it. He wasn't the nominee. So uh, Reagan was. So, yeah, I, I, think it is, I think it is something that not a lot of people are focusing on right now uh, to win both – uh, Iowa, New Hampshire, you're just going to steamroll all the way through it. Let's not blow it with the VP pick. Now, another thing that I noticed, and you don't have to look hard to find racism uh, out there. Uh, people have, I uh, think that it's everywhere lurking in places where it's really not. And then you have outright examples of it, plain as day in your face, and uh, it gets a pass. Here's some of MSNBC's commentary uh, while they were covering the results in real time in Iowa 
uh, on Monday night. This is MSNBC's Joy Reid. I'll just play just a very quick snippet from this, uh, talking about just how bad Iowa is. And, you know, it's really just sort of uh, disconcerting that white Christians are voting in Iowa. Here we go. But, you know, I feel like the important sort of data point and, and you know, Steve talks about it a lot. He's he's going to probably talk about it a little more tonight is that these, these are white Christians, that this is a state that is overrepresented, overrepresented by white Christians that are going to participate in these tonight. caucuses, yes. especially tonight. All right. So and Sam, a state that is, you know, this is, by a, the this way, is what troubling. is Joy these are white Reed? Christians? Is, is she what what color is Joy? Jane? She's a black woman. So for her to literally point at, hey, these are white Christian voters, insinuating that there's something wrong with that. What if the opposite was true? What if, uh, you know, Trump loses in a given place and I said, hey, it's a bunch of Joy Reid whacked out blackies doing. Okay, now, don't don't misunderstand (laughs) me. I'm, I'm highlighting a point. I'm not believing in the point, but I'm highlighting what she's doing. What if that role was reversed and a white person literally doubled down and said, hey, it's all those colored people doing it. People would have their I mean, literally their heads would come off. It would be so crazy in the vitriol that you would get. But no one really blinks an eye at her absolute blatant racism, James. Yeah, you, your your head would be in the guillotine uh, instantly if you had her position uh, on MSNBC and say, well, you know, the uh, in a disparaging way, as you said, Sam, these results are really just, you know, really illegitimate because you got all these all these black people voting. I mean, what is that about? Uh, obviously, this isn't uh, you know something that uh, yeah, that's a problem here. And, and overrepresented. What I mean, what can they do about it? They they vote where they live. Uh, the, the white people have been the majority in Iowa for God knows since the founding of it. And but again, it was just the way that she tried to diminish these election results and disparage the electorate themselves. It's really overrepresented by white Christians. These are white Christians. And, you know, and it's okay to understand the reality of race. There are realities uh, that uh, there are racial realities and it's okay to try to understand why certain people vote certain ways and why they're feeling what they feel. Uh, but just to point out that the way that she did uh, almost hissing like a rattlesnake uh, as she tried to make her point, <clears throat> that that's the problem. I mean, you could you could feel the vitriol just dripping from uh, from her lips. Now, this is my opinion, but it's my opinion to which I'm entitled and I'm going to make this point. The mainstream press, in my opinion, right now, committing a little bit of an election fraud reality. And here's what I mean. Donald Trump took first by and far in any literal voting that we've had so far. Furthermore, any poll predicts Donald Trump way ahead. But every real poll that I've seen. And the only votes that we have on the table thus far shows Ron DeSantis in second place. And 19% to 21% is a lot closer than the Donald lead, but it's significant. It's 2%. It's more than guys like Asa Asa Hutchinson had before he dropped out entirely. So now Asa's votes go where? Because he dropped out along with Vivek Ramaswamy. So now you got the seven points of Vivek and the two points of Asa. Uh, I got nine points that could go to who? And would it go to Donald? Would it go to Ron or would it go to Nikki? And they're literally talking about a two-man race and that Nikki's taking on Trump. What are we talking about? Ron is the second in the race by two <laughs> points already. And if you add these other things, they're, they're more likely to go to Ron if they don't go to Don, much less likely to go to Haley of all people. So what I'm telling you is that this is insane. The mainstream press making it sound like this is a two-man race between Haley and Donald. It is not. 
And they're literally, in my opinion, committing election fraud by those kind of statements over and over and over against Ron DeSantis, James. They're leaving him out yeah, as if right. it didn't I, matter I, I, that he factually won. I don't, I don't know how much the coveted Asa Hutching, uh, Hutchinson uh, contingency is going to factor into New well, Hampshire. Again, I'm looking 1%, at the official. But if you put seven, one, or one to two percent, but if you put, you know, Vivek, seven percent, you put those two groups together now, they got to go somewhere. And they're going to possibly well, 100%, go to Donald. They're possibly going to go to Ron. And then they might go to Haley, too. But to act like, you know, hey, Haley's really in this. I don't see it, James, for all these factors I'm pointing out that they're ignoring. They're acting like Haley's ahead well, of Ron somehow. Noel, that's that's just uh, the media, the media trying to manufacture what it wants the Republicans yeah, and that's to election do, fraud, and it's not though, going James. anywhere. It's one thing to say well, it's my I, opinion I, I think that Haley's doing better than Ron. You can make you know commentary statements like that, but from a news cycle factual reality, Ronald, or I'm sorry, Ron DeSantis took second by two points. And now with these other guys out of the race, the likelihood is going to go more towards Ron than Haley if you look at the polls. That's facts, right? That's absolutely facts. Well, 100% of Vivek Ramaswamy's vote, 100%, near 100% is going to go to Donald Trump. There's just no doubt about that. that or maybe out, Ron DeSantis. I, I don't think much. Well, here's the thing about Ron. I don't, more I don't than think Haley, much though, of it. Well, my point. Well, none of it's going to Haley. That, that's for sure. If any, if any of it doesn't go to Trump, it's going to DeSantis. But this is the thing about DeSantis was he was the man of the hour in the midterms where Republicans took a beating in most of the country. He increased their gains in Florida pretty uh, exponentially. And Florida just went from like this middling purple state to like one of the deepest red Republican states in the country. Ron DeSantis had a big hand in that, fighting back against a lot of these woke initiatives and these woke no corporations. And, and, and I liked a lot of, uh, of that. But anything that you would like about Ron DeSantis, Trump does better. I mean, at least in terms of the rhetoric and uh, the going out and fighting against uh, the, these people that you know we rightfully see as our opposition and in many cases our enemies. And I think the best play, I mean, hindsight's twenty twenty. I don't know who convinced Ron DeSantis into running and that he would have a chance. I guess there was a lot up in the air at the time. Trump's uh, campaign announcement, which if you can believe it now, it seems like yesterday when he announced at Mar-a-Lago that he was running, and it was you know the biggest not kept secret in the world. Everybody knew he was going to run again. He had to. But he had this thing at Mar-a-Lago. It wasn't very well attended. He had very low energy. He really did that night. I remember watching that thing, and it was right after Ron DeSantis had just cleaned house in Florida in the midterms. And so I think yeah, at that the time, media has with helped the Donald pending, come back, James. Well, with the, the pending indictments Donald. and everything, there could have been some uncertainty uh, about you know exactly what he would be able to do. Uh, but uh, as it has turned out, and again, hindsight's twenty twenty, Monday morning quarterbacking, whatever, I mean, Trump is just an unstoppable force right now. And the left has done more. You are right. The left has done more to make Trump this than any of his surrogates could have ever done, even more than he himself could have done. By making him, uh, by turning him into the victim, which he is, I'm not saying that mockingly. I'm not saying that he's not. Them going after him like that is unprecedented in American history. Uh, you've never seen, this is third world banana republic stuff, and it has had a backlash to where people are saying, no, we're not going to let you get away with this. We're going to go all in with this guy. I can understand that 100% totally. I am not discounting that logic. But yes, uh, the, the media brought Trump back. Uh, the, these rabid, uh, Trump hating, DAs like Fonnie Willis in Fulton County, Georgia, and uh, the Alvin Bragg up in New York, and 
the, the folks in Washington, D.C., this is on them. This the Trump, they have given Trump another whole life, and he's stronger now than he ever was before. No doubt about it. And, and so I think what the Sanders should have he done. He made the claim of election integrity problems, and they say he's an insurrectionist because of that claim. Now, let me just kind of put that. the yeah. power on this claim for a second here, because I don't know if you know, but the um, Prince William County, Virginia, made a statement, a public statement. And I'm going to tell you after the break exactly what that statement is. But it is, well, to me, it's not shocking. I've been saying it all along. But the mainstream press has some reckoning on this. We'll talk about, they have to answer for this. And we'll talk about it in seconds on Liberty Roundtable Live. Your daily Liberty Newswire. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA News. I'm Ryan Daniels. Republican presidential candidates are now turning their attention to New Hampshire as that state's first in the nation primary elections are on the way. Nikki Haley spoke to reporters despite a disappointing finish in the Iowa caucuses. She's surging in the polls ahead of the vote in New Hampshire. We've been here for 11 months. We've done over 75 town halls. We have been in Red Arrow Diner before. And so we're going to continue to talk to people. The Granite State's planning to hold two Republican primary debates. But Haley says she does not plan to participate in either of them unless former President Trump does. Trump has not participated in any GOP presidential debates so far. Entrepreneur Vivek Ramaswamy, who ended his campaign this week, is saying Ron DeSantis and Nikki Haley should do the same thing. A third-party candidate running for president... Robert F. Kennedy Jr. is hoping to secure a spot on ballots all across the country, telling voters in Atlanta this week that he was shown polling data which encouraged him to run. I beat both President Trump and President Biden among young people under 45 years of age, and I beat them in, among independents, which is now the biggest political party. And so, and I still have 10 months to the election, uh, so I feel, you know, I feel very optimistic about where we're headed. RFK Jr. spoke to the Black Information Network this week. The central U.S. set to get hit with more bitter cold temps. Forecasters at the National Weather Service say another Arctic cold front will move into the U.S. starting today. New reporting now finds Latin drug cartels continue using kids and teenagers to smuggle immigrants into the U.S. It's video captured from a recent border chase near the Texas town of Del Rio. State troopers encountered a pickup filled with illegal immigrants. The perpetrators, two teenage boys, were paid to smuggle them into the country. This is USA News. Omaha Steaks is rewriting the book on burgers with an all-new handmade texture for the juiciest home-style burgers you've ever tasted. Their pure ground burgers are made from single cuts of real aged Omaha Steaks. These are truly steaks on a bun. Filet mignon, ribeye, New York strip, sirloin, and even brisket burgers. Now is the time to experience the exclusive burger perfection flight for just $79.99. Go to omahasteaks.com and use promo 
promo code TREAT at checkout to get an extra $20 off your order plus free shipping. You'll get four of each Pure Ground Burger so you can sample all the steak-on-a-bun greatness. These burgers are crafted for a juicier, more tender experience, making your mouth water with every single bite. Don't wait. Go to OmahaSteaks.com. Use promo code TREAT at checkout and get $20 off the Burger Perfection Flight and discover your new burger obsession. Minimum order may be required. This is a battle, a battle between truth and deceit, a battle between forces that would enslave this country in darkness and between a media that wants to present you with the truth. We are being censored. America's news outlets no longer provide the truth. 90% of news outlets in the United States are controlled by six corporations. The mission of the Epic Times is to chase the truth, to ground all statements in fact. TheEpicTimes.com. Looking for an IT partner that truly understands your needs? Managed IT Services is the answer. We meet with you regularly to discuss your goals and form a tailored technology plan. Our customers have called us a trusted advisor who delivers. When it comes to IT, we do it all. Firewalls, cloud storage, server migration, and more. Say goodbye to long-term contracts and hello to a team that earns your business month after month. Call 801-706-6980 now and let Managed IT Services transform your IT experience. The spirit of the American West is alive and well in Range Magazine, the award-winning quarterly devoted to the issues of the American West. Each issue contains informative articles, breathtaking imagery, as well as the culture of cowboy spirit today, and gift ideas like this year's Buckaroo calendar. Order online from rangemagazine.com. Loving Liberty Network salutes the spirit of the American West at rangemagazine.com. I think that my family has always had a big influence on me for not smoking because since I was little, I was taught that smoking was wrong. Recent studies indicate that smoking among teens often leads to the use of alcohol and other drugs. I think having faith in God is a big part in it because the way I was raised has helped to avoid smoking. Smoking. If you think you're old enough to start, you're smart enough to stop. A public service message from this station and the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. All right, back with you live, ladies and gentlemen. Sam Bushman, James Edwards on your radio, breaking it down like nobody's business for you. What we're talking about is the 2024 elections, and it is serious. New Hampshire has already put their results in the books, and it was a landslide for the Donald. Nikki Haley says it's a two-man race now. The problem is she came in third. Does that mean she's resigning? Does that mean she's uh, calling it quits and putting a halt to the campaign? That's what Vivek blatantly did as he endorsed Donald. That's what uh, Hutchinson, Asa Hutchinson did without any endorsements, but they're both out of the race now. Uh, and so, you know, the results of the Iowa caucus mm, says Haley doesn't have a prayer. If you go uh, based on the facts, Donald was first, um, Ron DeSantis was second, Haley was third. Uh, and so this idea that it's a two-man race and she's one of them doesn't make any sense. Uh, anyway, Joy Reid and others over at MSNBC uh, literally, they all melt down saying it's white Christians. What a racist agenda by these people. Shame on them for their racism. 
Well, she doubled okay. down, Sam. She doubled down. Yeah. I was just reading during the break where she said uh, white Christians want blacks to bow down before them. This she's she's just and that's a lie straight from the pit rant. of hell. I don't want anybody to bow down before me. I only want people to bow down to King Jesus. But uh, for me, I don't want anybody to bow down to me. I'm just the average Joe, just like anybody else, right? But here's the interesting thing about all this now. We've been telling you there's election fraud forever. They've been running around saying you have no evidence of election fraud. Without evidence, they claim this, they claim that. They claim... All right, let's talk about evidence now, shall we? This evidence is critical, by the way. Uh, just so you know where to go, go to westernjournal.com to learn about this. Ben Q wrote an article that highlights what just happened. Ready? In a statement, the Prince William County, Virginia Office of Elections now confirmed that Biden and Trump received incorrect number of votes in the 2020 election, James. You heard me. Yeah, this is the election. Listen, this is the election, the Office of Elections for Virginia. Literally saying now, we've done the deal, we've done the research. Now they're saying, hey, Trump and Biden did not get the correct number of votes in 2020. Now, we said there's election integrity issues. They said you're crazy without evidence. Now they come out and say this at the beginning of 2024. Isn't it like four years too late for that kind of a statement? Well, that's the thing about it, Sam, is how in the world does it take half a decade, literally half a decade to... To figure this out and to make this announcement, and by the way, they're making well, the, it the uh, pressure right at the time where people are starting to vote again. Lie any longer. And you say, well, maybe it's a negligible amount. Well, that's all that it takes to swing a state and swing an election. You got to remember back. Yeah, that's in why Nikki thinks she's second because there's only two points between the two. <laughs> in 2016, Donald Trump won Michigan over Hillary Clinton by 10,000 votes. That's that's nothing. And, but now I did read one article where they said, oh, yeah, well, we did actually find out that they were right all along, that the votes weren't accurate, but it actually benefited Trump. He, he actually got more votes. Uh, but I don't we care if it benefited more votes Trump or not. Had. Listen, Trump isn't the point. The point is we're saying there's election integrity problems. There's election fraud. There's uh, irregularities in elections. There's problems with voter rolls. There's all these things we point to. And they went on January the 6th peacefully to say, Congress, we need you to look at this and ferret this out. <clears throat> We didn't want Mike Pence to just side with Donald. It isn't about Donald. It's about integrity here. So I don't care who the votes went to. If they went to the wrong person, I have a problem with it, James. Well, I do too, but I, I find it hard to believe. I just find it very hard to believe. Yeah, but that even so, who cares? Case. I agree with you, but I'm just saying, who cares? If Hillary Clinton got ripped off on votes, I'd be complaining about it, James. Not because I like Hillary at all but because I want truth and accountability in elections across the board. Okay, I don't want my candidates can... to lose, but I don't, I don't, and I don't want the other guys to win, but I'm not willing to lie about that. What I want is the right votes to go to the right people, James. I am trying to find something here. All right, while you look for that, let me just highlight this interesting poll for you as well. Um, in an AJC poll, Donald Trump crushing Biden in pivotal Georgia. That's interesting as well, James. Well, it is. And I think there's going to be a lot of interesting things here coming up. Uh, I don't know. I guess anybody could say they don't know how it's going to turn out. But what if this actually does turn out? To, I don't know, Sam. I mean, you know, what you mentioned is interesting, but there's going to be so much 
tumult uh, between now and then. I mean, everything and anything is oh, on the it's table. Be unreal, uh, absolutely, to, and including another uh, pandemic that they're going to unleash. Uh, up to, of course, voter fraud. Well, they've balance, already you know, literally unleashed a war over the weekend, pretty much, James. Yes. Yeah. I mean, it didn't even take them, uh, what, two full weeks. Uh, we were talking about this last Saturday night, not even two full weeks into the new year, and they've already expanded the theater there in the Middle East. Well, anyway, I, what I was trying to find, and it's on his uh, it's on his Twitter page. This This is from Steve King with regards to vote fraud. Steve King, of course, was just on your show last week. He was barnstorming the entire state. Uh, on a bus tour with Candace Owens and Vivek Ramaswamy. And, and good on them all. Uh, had a lot of fun doing it. And But there was something that he wrote about how Iowa does its caucuses and how there's just no chance that there could ever be voter fraud in this because of the way that these things are conducted and why couldn't that be extrapolated? Now, I, you know, you wouldn't have to necessarily all stand in a room and then huddle together and, and do the caucus thing is a little bit different than the primary, but you could take very, very, very simple safeguards uh, to uh, ensure that the ballots are being counted accurately and that only people who are eligible to vote are, are voting. He's writing here, what is there to oversee and caucus ballot counting? Count the ballots on the tables in front of everyone with observers from each campaign standing behind the counters, then publicly announce the results at each caucus while the ballots are on the table. Seal and save the ballots at each precinct. Plug the numbers into a spreadsheet. Done. Why put this into the hands of partisans? Why put this into the hands of the machines? You, uh, you got it. Well, there's too many people that vote. You know, no, there's not. You can have James, you can have more precincts. You can have it, Hold on, how many people voted in Iowa? Uh well Trump got over fifty percent of the vote with fifty what, fifty something thousand votes, so less than a hundred thousand. Yeah. Okay, so that's not very many. Look, you have a hundred counting it, and they only have a thousand people to count each. If you have two hundred uh, people counting, you only have five hundred uh, votes to count, James. Come on, let's be real about this. And people say, well, on the general election day, you'd be swamped. How, how did chance. we ever make it? No, hold on. How, Sam, it's based how, on precincts. You, know, you wouldn't be swamped. I don't care if there's a gazillion precincts. There Every you go. Every precinct is only 500 to maybe 1,500 voters, depending on the precinct, usually around 800. And all it would take is eight people to count each precinct and, you know, several poll watchers uh, under the penalty of perjury to count the vote and sign their names. And you could literally count this thing literally in less than an hour, maybe two hours if you had a little blip or something like that. But we used to do that regularly before we had computers doing everything. You would get the answers that night without exception. Uh, and now See, it's this always in question, right? How, how, did, how did we ever have elections before you had mail-in ballots and a month yeah, of early voting? People literally doubled up and counted them. James, that's all. See, there you go. I mean, if we did it before, and as a matter of fact, you know, I'm being facetious, of course, but if you go back to the founding of the republic all the way up to and including the modern era, you had hand uh, paper ballots, hand-counted ballots, you know, for much, much longer of the American experiment than you've had what we you know the current yeah. operation and so all you got to do you're right you got 300 million people you got 100 million voters however many it doesn't matter it just boils down to get more precincts install more precincts install more uh, poll counters and yeah. it doesn't matter because you're not going to be you know 100 million votes how could you ever count them all you don't Look, I mean you a, got all big, of these precincts it's as the large country. as a single precinct James and it's as large as the largest of the single precincts because every precinct is divided up into little teeny pieces it's kind of like why does our country work hey if it's the several states or whatever the 50 states 
Uh, why does it work? Because everything scales in this republic where there's checks and balances. Everything scales where there's accountability. When you count by hand by these local precincts, not only do you reduce fraud because they're your neighbors and they have to look at you every day, right? But you know the people involved, even if you may not agree with that person, you know who they are and you have somewhat genuine respect for one another. And the whole goal is to keep it on that local precinct level where there's more accountability, the trust factor increases, where people can you know, literally document it by the penalty of perjury, hand-counted votes, same-day voter ballots. This is clear and easy to do. They want you to believe that it's not, but they lie to you. And all I'm telling you is you look at this thing, and they're even now admitting, listen to me, they're literally admitting in Prince William County that, look, the numbers were not right. Now, how when Donald Trump claims that to the nation and peaceful people go to the Capitol, listen carefully, and, and then they say he's an insurrectionist, well, now we find out what he said was actually the facts. As president, he said, hey, the numbers aren't right. There's election integrity issues. Now, in a statement, the Prince William County, Virginia Office of Elections confirmed that the vote numbers were not right. Can you get more evidence than that, James? Yeah. No, you can't. And, of course, they think it's a gotcha. Oh, and it favored Trump. But here's the thing, folks. Computers weren't even a thing until, what, the late 80s, early 90s? How did we ever have elections before the 1980s? We can do it again, just like it. Roger and it'll be that. verifiable. Quick, quick pause, James and Sam. We've got more, I'll tell you that, on your radio. so busy with the board meeting to spend more time together as a family do more out of the house activities this is a tough one my parents they do everything they love me if it wasn't for them i wouldn't have a roof over my head they don't need to show it to me they just know they love me well not yelling at me very much what do you wish what do you wish raise my allowance to not argue together. Um, have my dad be home more for dinner and stuff so that it could be even closer. Family, isn't it about time? Buy me an ice cream and kiss me to love me. From the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Okay, what's the next question? Have you ever had great honey? No, I mean really good, all-natural, raw honey? Well, now you can, thanks to localhoneyman.com. We can ship out our locally made honey all across the U.S. So don't worry, you won't miss out. Plus, Local Honey Man has so many different flavors, like Utah Wildflower, High Desert Delight, Happy Valley, and Blackberry, just to name a few. So purchase your delicious raw honey today at localhoneyman.com. Do you treasure your liberty? Well, at LovingLiberty.net, we most certainly do. And we want to help protect your liberty, too. Become part of the family. Everyone knows that the core of any society is the family. Therefore, the government should foster and protect the integrity of its family. We the people. Won't you join us as a Loving Liberty sponsor to help us promote the principles in the 5,000-year leap? Let's restore the miracle that changed the world at LovingLiberty.net. Ladies and gentlemen, George Soros in the news. Turns out that he's pouring big money into local Democratic parties 
in Texas. It's a ploy to help turn the state of Texas blue. That's according to the Texas Tribune. George Soros, working with the Texas Majority PAC, donated six-figure sums. His effort, his goal, his reason, they want to uh, turn the state blue. And so they put all this money into these counties that are um, literally what they call plurality, plurality counties. Or sometimes they call them majority Hispanic counties. Uh, and so he's literally pouring his money into these counties, in my opinion, committing election fraud, James. Um, because, look, most people are only allowed to put a certain amount of money in. You and I are stopped as individuals. But what they can do is they can use these secret power packs or this private money or this dark money or whatever else. George Soros really trying to turn the state of Texas blue uh, in an election fraud attempt, in my humble opinion. And I find that very interesting on the eve of all this as well. Uh, because if we start to, you know, taking real tallies about who's who and what the people want, James, we do have a democratic part of our constitutional republic. We're not a democracy, but we have democratic principles for sure. And, and, and so this is all being upset by the likes of George Soros. And it's interesting that the mainstream press even reporting this now, James. Yeah, well, you make a good point. Uh, the average citizen, people like you and me, what do we max out at? I mean, it's some ridiculous amount like, you know. Nineteen hundred dollars, eighteen hundred dollars, thirty six hundred for a family. You know, if you want to give to a candidate of choice, which you know to me is a lot of money, uh, but you can entirely sur- sup- uh, circumvent that by creating these packs or just uh, you know giving it. Uh, well, this is one thing with the the Texas issue that you bring up. What about funding you know a- literal insurrectionists? Well, you know, funding literal anarchists and arsonists, as we yeah, saw like, during like, uh, the, the summer. George of Saint Soros George. has been doing. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, the the Billy Joel song, Only the Good Die Young, well, (laughs) this is proof of that. Uh, But I I have to say, in giving the devil his due, and I mean that, you know, quite literally here, he puts his money where his uh, black heart is, that's for sure. I know a lot of millionaires, and I've never seen anybody (laughs) uh, more hard-pressed to part with a penny than one of them. Well, I believe the new media taking center stage is one of the greatest keys to the restoration of the republic, ladies and gentlemen. And we we don't have anybody like-minded like a George Soros. And what I mean by like-minded, in that they'll become angel investors for our cause, our side, our quest, James. And all over the place, not just their own little pet projects, but I'm talking about they just give and never stop giving. You know, it seems like if anybody's got a handout, they'll fill it. Uh, but this whole stuff with just, you know, bailing yeah, out Yeah, to me, these... the only bottomless that I know of is when I go to Red Robin, I get, like, bottomless fries or bottomless <laughs> coleslaw. These people have bottomless cash buckets, don't they, James? Well, and they'll, and they'll bail out terrorists who, uh, you know, get pinched, you know, doing, you know, as their henchmen, doing their bidding and all of that. And that's another thing. You know, so where did, where did all the concerns uh, about... So-called Black Lives Matter. I guess that just you know the whole everything got got taken care of after Trump. You know, it was obviously such a transparent ploy that that was just used as uh, a, a wedge to try to uh, incite discord and to upset the election and to rally the Democratic base to go out and vote against Trump. But then you know they've been quiet with Biden. You know, he hadn't seen a lot of that action again. Will it come back this year? You know, will more money be? Uh, rerouted into those sorts of endeavors. And I think I think you'll see all of it this year. I think you'll see all of it this year. I think you're going to see war. I mean, certainly you're already seeing war, but you're going to see the, the war expand. You're going to see it really 
get a little bit closer to home. Well, you might see yeah, a black swan see. or false flag event in America, too, in their attempt. If they know that Donald's going to win. That's right. If they know that whatever, they, that, that is not off the table. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not advocating for one. I'm warning against one and saying, listen, the polarization in America has become a feverish pitch, problematic to say the least. Catherine Engelbrecht, you know, the True the Vote people that we work very, very, very closely with uh, at the CSPOA and Liberty Roundtable Live and everything else, we're grateful for their leadership and everything else, but it turns out that Catherine Engelbrecht and open, uh, it's open.inc is what it's called. Okay, so Catherine Engelbrecht of True the Vote, Greg Phillips of open.inc, um, they just released what's called the Ray Epps Files. It's a documentary, a short movie. Uh, Jim Hoft over at the Gateway Pundit brought this to my attention. And uh, they say two-tiered justice is no justice. J6 operative Ray Epps was sentenced last week to no jail time. Now, Ray Epps is the only January 6th protester who actually directed people on video into the U.S. Capitol. He has been officially sentenced to one year of probation, 500 restitution, and 100 hours of community service, but virtually no jail time. And Ray Epps did not even have to show up for court. He called in via Zoom, James. And the reason that I bring this up is because when they literally say Donald's an insurrectionist, but Ray Epps walks free, um, you can see that uh, you've literally got the fox in charge of the hen house. You've literally got the deep state manipulating elections. Now this Willis lady uh, having an affair with the top prosecutor and everything else. I mean, this is just the more you dig, the more you go, what on earth is happening? And then they say, oh, everything we claim has no evidence, James. Yeah, exactly right. And then you say, well, these people are corrupt. These people are criminally corrupt. And you literally have them in bed with one, I mean, literally in bed with one another in the, in the, in the case of Atlanta. And, and then they go, their, oh, you're just attacking black people. That's the problem with this. Ex- you're well, just that, attacking that's this black what they themselves. saying she's a uh, floozy or whatever. You know, you can't attack her based on that. So, I mean, it just goes into insane land. Well, and, and she herself is saying that. Fonnie Willis, the district attorney in Fulton County, you know, at the epicenter of, you know, all of Trump's legal woes. Well, one of one of three epicenters along with D.C. and New York. But, yeah, of course, she's saying, well, you know, yeah, it, it's just this is just a racist attack. So to point out the fact there are some serious, serious ethical violations here. Uh, that in no small way could have played a role in these charges being brought and this witch hunt being carried out. Well, you just you don't address them at all. You go on the offensive and just say anybody that has a problem with you is racist because you're black. It's your eternal get out of jail free card. Something doesn't go right, and you don't you don't get a you know a communist uh, uh, nominated in the Iowa caucus. Well, you know these white Christians. What do you expect? And then you look at what George Soros is doing, and then you look at what Catherine Engelbrecht is releasing. Hey, Ray Epps didn't even have to show up for court. It was all done by Zoom, and they just let him off the hook. How does this happen in America? Now they're trying to tie me to J6. I wasn't even there, James. But yet I interviewed Stuart Rhodes the day before, and Stuart Rhodes is a bad guy. Never mind all this evidence coming out about Ray Epps and everything else. Look, Stuart did not go into the Capitol. Stuart did not bring weapons. Stuart basically said, Donald, if you need me, I'm here to serve you. Donald said, I don't need you, I guess, um, uh, Stuart. So Stuart virtually stood down. Now he's in prison for 18 years. 
Okay, and you look at all this, and this directly relates. This January 6th and this election discussion are 100% tied, where we claim there's election fraud. They claim there's none of it. We claim there's election integrity issues. They say there's none of it. Now we literally find out Ray Epps gets off. Now they're looking at Sam Bushman as a J6 insurrectionist. I wasn't even there, or Donald Trump was, but they've never filed any charges even against him for this. And then Catherine Engelbrecht and those guys released the back-to-back Ray Epps videos showing all the criminal activity on video that he performed and acted in or about, if you will, on January 5th and 6th. And then George Soros pouring money into these foreign elections. Uh, And now Trump crushing Biden in pivotal Georgia. And now you got the Prince William County, Virginia, literally saying, yeah, the votes were wrong. We admit it four years later. And you go, the problem is we don't have enough of the media, James, because we could carry the narrative if we did. Well, the truth is certainly on our side, but the truth is being suppressed, has been for so many years. Uh, going back to the advent of television media you know, in the 60s, they were really at the zenith of their power then. But as I say, uh, and I think Steve King would agree with me on this, rule of law, ethical standards, colorblind justice, all of this is, are some of the gifts bestowed upon this country by Western civilization. And as increasingly you get people who don't have the history and the culture of Western civilization within them running these uh, courts and running the, the system, as it were, government, uh, academia, the, uh, the, the courts, uh, the media, uh, you, you really are, but specifically with regards to the courts, you're getting a law of the jungle type of thing. You know, ethics, all of this stuff, uh, virtue, honor, integrity, those are, West, those are traits of Western civilization. This isn't, their civil, this isn't their culture. And so it just gets down to, you know, sort of like a tribal banana republic type of uh, action where, you know, the only thing that matters is whose side you're on, and we're going to get our pound of flesh, and it's just going to be retribution after retribution after retribution. And so that's well, what you got. That's is, why you can have two similar cases with wildly different results. Bottom line, ladies and gentlemen, is two-tiered justice is not justice at all. And that's what we're really seeing well, look, 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 in Sam, spades. And you can expect this polarization to get more and more aggressive as time goes on. I'm telling you right now, these liberals are literally becoming unhinged. You look at Joy Reid and MSNBC and their attacks literally blatantly racist statements as white Christians that caused Donald to win and all this kind of stuff. Wow, they gave Nikki Haley third place. Isn't she not white either? So I don't really understand. Uh, you know, you give somebody third place in the country uh, and she's not white, and then they say it's whites that did all that? How does that all work, Joy? Just wondering. But I say this. Votes are votes and they don't have a color. Just saying. Well, uh, and uh, it, so I don't know how to respond to all that, except for it's nothing but their political rhetoric used to divide and conquer and attack and try to gain the upper hand. We got to let our views be known and challenge those dishonest assertions. All right. Hour one in the can. Hour two coming up. James Edwards with me. We got a lot ahead, folks. There's racists everywhere running around and we're going to expose them and talk about it. OK. <laughs> Hour one in the can, hour two coming up. I'm Sam Bushman. James Edwards with me. Thepoliticalcesspool.org is his website. That's thepoliticalcesspool.org. Lovingliberty.net, libertyroundtable.com, our sites. Donate liberally. It's the only time we believe in liberalism. God save the Republic of the United States of America. America.